Hey everybody, welcome to the Loving Lucia Show. We're back with another episode and I'm so glad you decided to join us today. But just before we get into today's topic, please go over to your IG and Twitter and follow the girl at Loving Lucia so you can send me any comments and suggestions you have. Today's conversation is around the topic, Young and Brewed Up, the work that goes into maintaining a relationship in 2020. I just know you're going to love it. I do. Trust me, you're going to love it. Let's get into it. Welcome once again to the Loving Lucia Show. My name is Lucia and I will be your host today. Thank you so much for joining us again. If you are returning, thank you so much for being a real one. I appreciate you. And if this is your first time listening, thank you so much for deciding to join us today. I hope you will stay for more episodes to come. Today we are talking about relationships and basically what it takes to maintain a healthy and happy relationship in 2020, okay? So we're not talking about friendships or family relationships. We're talking about baby bay lover relationships. We're talking about my boo relationships, my daddy, my mommy, mama type of relationships. We'll be speaking on what we expect from our partners and what we're prepared to give to the relationships that we're in and all the relationships that we want. Now, because there are many types of unions and not just heterosexual unions, we're going to look at this um, using the more masculine or feminine sense. As much as a lot of change, a lot has changed in the past couple of years, in terms of gender roles and expressions, many relationships within either the queer spectrum or the heterosexual um, sphere still follow or mimic sort of heteronormative patterns and the traditional masculine feminine model. Okay, so and I don't aim to exclude anyone if you are feminine in a relationship with another feminine person. Or if you're masculine in a relationship with another masculine person, I definitely don't aim to exclude you. I'm just talking about the general and what is usual. Not normal, just usual, okay? So we're going to define feminine and masculine. Usually when you say feminine, you think of more qualities that are associated to the woman, okay? This is a very old school type of definition, and I'm not saying this is the right definition to use in 2020 but that if you're trying to think of the word feminine you think softer qualities homemaking child caring nurturing support when you think of the masculine you think leading providing protecting you know you think of those qualities right so we're going to be looking into how these different sort of um I don't even know what they call. They call sort of models of being or expressions rather. Expressions is the right word. We're going to be looking at how these expressions interact in in relationships. As a feminine person, if you identify as feminine and if you are attracted to masculine people, what do you expect from a masculine person in a relationship? And what do you what are you prepared to give in a relationship and what is expected of you as a feminine person in a relationship and of course vice versa in any way which it applies all right so what i went and did was i consulted a few of my friends a few people to give me some of their opinions and i also created a twitter poll all right so before we head into my own experiences before I share anything from my opinion I want to go over to Twitter just to collect the results of that Twitter poll um 
as it stands. It still has a few hours to go before it closes, but I just want to sort of give us a snapshot on what people still generally believe about relationships in terms of the feminine and masculine responsibilities, expectation, qualities, characters, characteristics, etc. All right. So just give me a moment while you take a break and I'm going to go collect some research for you and we'll come look at it. All right. Just one second. And we're back. And we're back. I did say it was just going to be one second. Maybe it was two or three, but I'm back. And I must say, these results are quite interesting. Some of them, I did not expect them to pan out the way they did. But again, it's opinion. And we're going to take it as it is, all right? So I do have to put it in a disclaimer. When I say feminine, I don't mean woman. When I say masculine, I don't mean man. You can be a feminine man. You can be a masculine woman. And you cannot identify with either of these. All of these options are really, really optional. And I'm just, again, expressing these these in this way because they are usually what we find within the relationship dynamics of a couple all right so when we went on to um twitter to ask these question questions it was just basically to try and ascertain where people's minds are at when it comes to the development of a relationship and the partners equal or not so equal responsibilities into developing and maintaining the relationship so the first question was what are the most important masculine characteristics in a relationship and the options were protection and leadership financial providence or providing financially and sexual prowess being good in the sack okay and 60 percent of the 30 people that voted on this poll says the masculine characteristics that are most important is to be able to protect and to lead. And then 36.7% of people said to be able to financially provide. And only, very surprisingly, 3.3% said to be good in bed, basically. You know, so I'm not going to spend too much time on these individually unless there's a need. You can just think as you sit there sipping your coffee, you know, whatever you're doing, you can just think, do I agree? Do I not? Do I identify with these? And you can, of course, let me know in the comment section of my Twitter, my Instagram. Shoot me a DM. Tell me what you think at any point. The second question was, what are the most important feminine characteristics in a relationship? All right. The options were being attractive nurture and support the last one was modesty and domestication all right and 95 percent of people said the most important feminine characteristic is to be able to nurture and support and then five percent of people said is to be modest and domesticated and surprisingly Zero percent of people said being attractive is an important feminine characteristic. And I think people are lying. I high key think people are lying. They are lying. They are lying. Oh my God. These people are being Pinocchios. <laughs> I love all my followers. I love all my friends. But I do think people are lying, particularly because desirability is such a large factor within 
femininity and just people being attracted to you. People are not attracted to how you nurture and support first. People are not attracted to how modest or domesticated to domesticated you are first. Women and feminine people are sort of they have more pressure to be attractive than their male or masculine counterparts. So I think I think my friends are lying. I think my, that 0%, mm, girl, ciao. Okay. We believe you. We believe you. We'll move on to the third question. The third question was, what is mainly expected from the masculine person during the courting stage? Yes, Zulu City. Mansashelana. You know, when you're still courting each other and flirting and just trying to build, you know, those initial parts of the relationship, all right? So the options were the masculine person has to chase and prove themselves. That was the first option. The masculine person is responsible for only declaring their feelings. That was the second option. And the third option was the masculine person only has to flirt and let the feminine lead. Alright, now imagine this in terms of the way you date. If you are attracted to men that are masculine and you are a feminine woman, this would be in relation to the masculine man's responsibilities. If you are a feminine man attracted to masculine men, this would be, again, the masculine man's responsibilities. And if you are a feminine woman attracted to masculine women, this would be what the masculine women's um, responsibilities would would be during the courting stage, okay? Again, if there are many relationship models, there are many types of relationships, I am just, you know, stating, you know, the more common ones, okay? If you relate, please take it. If not, I do apologize. It's only one person. I'm only one person. Like, I can't make every single example, all right? So, the poll... People that commented on the poll said the masculine person's responsibility during the courting stage is to chase and prove themselves, prove themselves. And 100% of people chose this. So 100% of people that voted on this poll believe that it is the masculine person's responsibility to court Shayla to declare their feelings, to prove themselves to the person that they want, all right? And then the other, sorry about that, all right, so the fourth question was, what is mainly expected from the feminine person during the courting stage, all right? I gave them the same options. Is the feminine person responsible for chasing and proving themselves? Is the feminine person responsible for declaring their feelings only? Or is the feminine person more responsible for just flirting and letting the masculine person lead? All right. Now, 0% of people said that it is the feminine person's responsibility to chase and prove themselves. Which to me means that a lot of people squarely and surely believe that in every kind of relationship where a feminine and a masculine person exists, that it is the masculine person's responsibility to court a person to prove themselves, to begin the talking stage, to maintain the talking stage, to plan the dates, etc. The people that voted on this poll shared that they believe that this is 100% the masculine person's responsibility. All right, no one said that it is the feminine person's responsibility to book out the dates, to court the person, to shoot the shots, etc., etc., etc. 
all right again if you don't agree let me know so we can talk on it so we can speak on it okay um and then the other option was uh all right 31.6 percent of people said the feminine feminine person only has to declare their feelings they only have to shoot the shot i like you that's it i'm down for you that's it. That's what 31.6% of people that voted on this poll said. And then a whopping 68.4% of people said the feminine person only has to flirt and let the masculine person lead. All right. So of all these people that voted on this poll, 68.4% said you as a feminine person the only thing you need to do is flirt back and let the masculine person that is pursuing you lead the pursuit, lead the courting. That is what they have said on this poll. Again, if you don't agree, let me know. Let me know what you think about that. The, number, the fifth question asked, who proposes a committed relationship? Now, if you can see this pattern, we're walking through the stages of a relationship, right? And we're trying to figure out what is expected of each person in this relationship if a masculine and feminine person exists in this relationship. See, if you're a feminine woman with a masculine man, fem feminine man with a masculine woman, etc., what is expected of you as this relationship grows? So we are now at a point where... We've caught it as Shalene. Now it's time to decide, are we committed? Okay. So this question said, who proposes a committed relationship? Who said, okay, now I think I want to, I think I want us to date exclusively. Okay. 4.8%, 4.8% said the feminine person. 23.8% said the masculine person. And... 71.4% of people that voted said either or it doesn't matter. So we're now kind of seeing like sort of like a shift because back in the day, um, it is generally known that it was expected that the man be the one that proposes the committed relationship. You know, just like most of the time it is the man that proposes a marriage. It was generally expected that the man or the masculine person, the masculine woman in the relationship proposes the committed relationship and now we're seeing most people saying it really doesn't matter who proposes the relationship either of the masculine or the feminine person can propose if they want to start being in a committed relationship with the other person okay so and number six was just a question relating to okay now you're dating now you're in the swing of things you're together you're committed and this question basically asked and posed the question that uh, that says when it comes to maintaining a happy relationship outside of the emotional what is the masculine's main responsibility so if you are a masculine man if you are a masculine woman what is your main responsibility outside of the emotional stuff? Because, of course, you know, reassuring each other, communication, yeah, we get it, okay? We're talking about outside of the emotional stuff. What is your main responsibility as a masculine person in a relationship? So these were the three options, okay? The first option was gifting and providing. 
The second option was leading the relationship's future. The third option was maintaining the sexual spark, okay? Funny enough, 5.9% of people said the masculine person's main responsibility is to maintain the sexual spark. So they need to keep it going in the bedroom. They need to make sure you guys are still attracted to each other, that things are still exciting, etc. 5.9% of people said that was the main responsibility of the masculine person and then it was a tie all right so this is very very interesting to me this means that most people think that the main responsibility in a relationship for a masculine person is twofold you have to gift and provide and also be the one that leads the relationship into the future that leads the relationship from one phase to another and I say it's tied because exactly 47.1% of people said gifting and providing and leading the relationship's future. So if you are a masculine person listening to this, obviously what is expected of you in relationships is you be the one that gifts and provides and also leads the relationship's future, all right? So the following question was, of course, we asked the same question but on the side of the feminine, Okay. When it comes to maintaining a happy relationship, what is the feminine's main responsibility? So if you are a feminine woman, if you are a feminine man, what is your main responsibility in maintaining a healthy and happy relationship? I see. All right. So the options were similar. Okay. We still had gifting and providing, maintaining the sexual spark, leading the relationship's future. We also had an additional one just to spice it up. Yeah, just to spice it up, just to add a little bit of kick, we added taking care of the home, okay? And this one was another very interesting one, all right? I can feel like I'm doing market research here for my next relationship. <laughs> I am going to, this is going to be useful. I'm going to be using this as research, okay? So, our poll, people that responded to the poll said that 21.4% of people that responded to the poll said that gifting and providing is the feminine's main responsibility in maintaining the relationship. Now, if you think back, um, more than 47.1% of people said gifting and providing is the man's responsibility or the masculine's responsibility. So that's very interesting. And then we see another tie. 7.1% of people said taking care of the home is the feminine's main responsibility. And another 7.1% of people said maintaining the sexual spark is the feminine's responsibility. Okay, so we see a slight rise. A few more people believe that maintaining the sexual spark in a relationship is more of a responsibility for the feminine than it is for the masculine. So a few more people think or believe that to keep a relationship going, the feminine woman or the feminine man is the one that has to make sure that they're still attractive for their partner, that their sex life is still buzzing, that they're trying new things, etc., which is quite interesting to me. And we also see that a 7.1% portion of the people that responded said taking care of the home is also the feminine's responsibility. So we are seeing another um, percentage of people 
saying that it is equally important for the feminine to maintain the sexual spark as it is for them to take care of the home. I know you guys are going to have a whole bunch of opinions on that, okay? I'm not even going to go into that one, darling. That is a conversation for another day. But a sweeping majority said that leading the relationship's future is the feminine's main responsibility. 64.3% said leading the relationship's future is the feminine person's responsibility all right so these are quite interesting all right these are quite interesting so we are two polls left um and the next question said who takes care of sexual of the sexual health responsibilities example getting tested as a couple maintaining the sex model maintaining that we are either fully monogamous or we are being in an open relationship responsibly family planning etc now this one for me was quite interesting okay <laughs> okay okay I, I, i'm gonna go i'm gonna sip some water before we get into this one okay mm. and i'm back refreshed i took my sip of water and i'm ready to discuss this particular question because this one mm, okay so we are at question number eight and the eighth question asked, who takes care of the sexual health responsibility? Everything to do with the couple's sexual health, um, planning babies, um, planning to avoid babies, <laughs> maintaining the sex model. Like if we're monogamous, making sure that we are monogamous and not being reckless. If we're open, making sure that we're open, seeing other people but not being reckless. Um, getting tested together, etc. All right. So this question basically focused on the health side of sex. All right, and it asked who takes care of the health side of sex. Whose responsibility is it to take care of that side of sex within a relationship? And and guess only fifteen point four percent of people said. It's the masculine's responsibility to take care of the health part of the couple's sex life. And 84.6% said that it's the feminine person's responsibility to take care of the health implications of their sex life. Now, this, this shouldn't surprise me because in my own personal experience as well, and you can weigh in, um, in relationships... Normally, it's the woman that's the woman, um, or the feminine that's asking for tests to be done, making sure that contraceptives are being taken, making sure you know that we're straight, you know, being more cognizant of the health implications of your sex life. Of, of course, it does vary when it comes to same sex relationships, etc. But this was very interesting to me because the other day I was talking to my friend about um, a topic that is quite personal. So if you don't, if you didn't know that I roll both ways, now you know. But uh, I was talking to one of my friends and I was saying it's interesting that when I am in a relationship with a man, that's when I have to be more careful in the sense 
in the sense of um, taking contraceptives, etc., making sure that ain't nobody getting pregnant, you know, but that pressure is not there when I am in relationships with women because, of course, no one has sperm, so I don't have to take contraceptive, contraceptives. Of course, I still have to play it safe because we live in a world. We live in a world. But I was just talking to her about how the responsibility of having safe sex is more equally shared within same-sex relationships than it is within heterosexual relationships. And this question really touched on that because it's interesting to see that as much as a lot of ideas along the years have changed in terms of responsibilities within relationships but within sexual health a lot of people still think that it is the feminine person's responsibility to make sure that the couple is healthy and well prepared for any you know changes within their sex life which is quite interesting for me so let me know what you think about that all right and then the next question second to last question asked who leads the couple's social interactions? Example, with family, friends, associates with social media. Whose responsibility is it to maintain the couple's reputation? And interestingly enough, 92.9% said both of them equally. It is both of the masculine's and the feminine's responsibility to take care of the couple's social interactions, connections, and reputation. And interestingly enough, um, 7 said it is the masculine's responsibility. So if you are heterosexual, they are saying that it is the man's responsibility to take care of the couple's reputation. If you are, you know, queer and in a same-sex relationship, they they are saying that whoever has, um, whoever espouses more of a masculine expression, they are the ones that are responsible for taking care of the couple's reputation. Which is quite interesting to me, because if you think about it, if we're having real conversations now, if you think about it, the pressure of maintaining the sanctity of a relationship in my eyes, this is my opinion, is normally on the feminine. This is particularly in terms of the couple's reputation, in the sense of making sure that no disrespect is directed towards the couple. Normally, it's the woman's responsibility to maintain that. Why do I say that? When there's a cheating scandal in a heterosexual uh, relationship, who gets attacked? The woman. If the woman cheats, it's seen as more scandalous than when the man cheats. Same thing that I've personally experienced within same-sex relationships, especially within lesbian relationships. If a femme decides to cheat... It's, oh my God, what, oh my God, what are you doing? If a stud cheats, it's slightly more acceptable within the community. From my opinion, again, don't come for me. It's an opinion. We can disagree. We can agree to disagree even. But even worse, as a bisexual femme, if a femme, bisexual woman dating another woman decides to then date a man, oh my God. Hell has broken loose. Again, these are conversations for another time. These are conversations for another time. We will have conversations about queer circles and those dynamics. But I'm just relating it to this question. I find it very, very interesting that more people thought it was the masculine's responsibility to maintain the reputation of a couple 
where a lot of the backlash, if something goes wrong, goes on to the feminine person. That's quite interesting to me. All right. And then the last question, if I'm not mistaken, was who would you say generally invests more into a relationship? Not in the financial sense, but as a whole. Who invests more into a relationship? And decisively, very much decisively, 78.6% said that in their opinion, usually the feminine person invests more into a relationship. Only 21%, 21 21.4% of people said the masculine. All right. So we wrap this all up to just give you information in terms of what people are thinking out there. And the general consensus of what people think goes into a relationship, what's more important, what's not, what is, what is expected of them, what they expect in relationships as well. And I hope, I hope this wasn't too many numbers. <laughs> hope this wasn't too many numbers, but it just serves to give you a snapshot on what people are thinking, particularly people that are younger, but people that are in their early to mid-20s. This is what they are thinking what we are thinking right now about relationship dynamics and what we expect from our partners and vice versa all right so now we're going to go into discussing what we are prepared to give and what you just generally need to know now that we have this information this general information from a poll that we ran now we're going to go into i am going into a relationship or i want to be in a relationship this is what i want and this is what I'm prepared to give. So we're just going to be working around deciding what you want, deciding what you're willing and what you can give, all right? Because all those things can be very different. Some people will want A, B, and C, but are only willing to give A and aren't even able to give anything. So you need to figure that out within yourself. What do I want? What am I willing to give? And can I give it? Can I afford to be in a relationship right now can the person i want to be in a relationship with afford to be in a relationship with me right now and afford not only in the financial sense but afford also in terms of what are they willing to give of themselves what are you willing to give of yourself okay we might just have some comments from a few friends in terms of what they have experienced in relationships and what they take into consideration and then of course we'll chit chat on our own experiences my own experiences and opinions and of course i'll give you an opportunity for you to also tag me on twitter on your comments shoot me a dm on what you think as well okay we're just going to take a short break and we'll come through with some of our friends comments on what they expect and expect to give in relationships we love saying that it's this 50 50 thing but it's not because in one aspect he is going to take 80 20 and as a man that's for me like the provision part you know, I need you to provide for me. And it doesn't necessarily... Okay, no, it does. <laughs> you know, as a man, I need you to provide. And for me, that might be an 80-20 thing. Sometimes it can be a 60-40 thing. If it's a 50-50 thing, it's probably on stupid stuff like food, you know. But if you want me to be the woman that you require for me to be, I need you to be ahead. Yes, that is what I'm saying. That when you get into a relationship nowadays... 
you girls are just extra needy you just feel entitled to me to everything i won't you my time my money i understand my time but um what need to be prepared as a nigga you need to be prepared you need to know what's able to do you don't know the time well that was interesting if i do say so myself <laughs> thank you so much to Cile and Aleza for their very interesting takes just to recap we were just hearing some opinions from our friends on what they require from relationships or what they find when they are out in the dating scene. And Sitle was just saying that as much as we are all going towards um, or leaning towards rather the whole 50-50 type of relationship dynamic, there are still things that a lot of feminine people and feminine women expect from their masculine or male counterparts. While Jaleza was actually saying that um, he's noticing that a lot of entitlement comes through from the women that he dates or just from the dating scene um, that ends up making masculine people feel like they just are not going to do the whole relationship thing because they are expected to act like husbands while still being boyfriends. Okay, so let me know what you think about that. Let me know what you think about that. Um, I would say all in all, it all comes down to who you are, how well do you know yourself as a person and how well do you know your relationship expressions. So to actually navigate all these things and all these opinions, I would actually challenge all of us to really sit down and ask ourselves, how do I identify? How do I express myself in relationships? Am I more feminine? Am I more masculine? Um, Am I a mixture of both? Does it vary? I will definitely say, for me, I have noticed and it has been quite an interesting observation for me to actually take in that I tend to be very feminine, very traditional, more than I would have thought growing up. I grew up um, and I still do um, support a lot of feminist theory and so I thought I'd grow up to be someone that expected expected or wanted a 50-50 type of relationship dynamic but in my own experience when dating men and when dating women I find that I tend to enjoy taking on the feminine role taking on the nurturing supportive role um, more than I do taking on the masculine role of providing leading etc and Part of me thinks that's because I tend to take on very masculine roles in, you know, my career, etc. So I like to sort of lean into my feminine more when it comes to relationships. But that is what I've noticed about myself. What have you noticed about yourself? Furthermore, what are you willing to give? I love to gift. I love to gift household goods. I love to cook. I love to prepare meals. I like to prepare surprises. Those are the kinds of things that I really love to give to a person that I am with, you know, and I have noticed that within myself, within the different kind of kinds of relationships that I, you know, was in. And I think it would be important for you to ask yourself that as well. It would give you more of a clear picture in terms of 
the relationship you're in and the relationship that you want. And of course, you need to ask yourself, what am I attracted to? What am I expecting to receive? The queer girls will definitely know that sometimes this is not always one and the same. You may be attracted to someone that is very feminine presenting, that looks very feminine. But you may want someone that has more masculine characteristics. Example, in a same-sex relationship, again, feminine doesn't mean man. Masculine, um, sorry, feminine does not mean woman. Masculine does not mean male or man, you know. So I may be attracted to very feminine-looking women, but then I end up finding that actually I still want a very masculine expressing person you know or you may be attracted to very masculine looking women and you find that actually I enjoy someone that's more in touch with their feminine side and vice versa it's not always going to be the same especially um as as previously stated if you are in same-sex relationships with hetero relationships it does vary sometimes you find that There are women that have more masculine traits that like to lead more than like to provide more than they do lean to their feminine side of things. And as a masculine man that is heterosexual, that is something you're going to have to look into as well. So as we wrap up this topic, I really hope that the main thing we have taken away from this is that we are all responsible for determining what our relationship dynamics look like you are the only person that can make sure that you know exactly what you are willing to give and exactly what you are ready and willing to receive in a relationship you set the standards you set the requirements and you are the only person that can prepare yourself for a healthy loving long-term relationship i really hope you've enjoyed this segment of the loving luke show to see the final results of the poll we discussed you can always head over to my twitter at loving luke to see the final results of the poll i will be retweeting that as soon as all the results are in thank you so much for joining me again i really hope you loved it i certainly enjoyed bringing it to you see you next wednesday at 5 p.m as always